0: You're listening to Actors with Issues with Kwaniala, a podcast of actors, by actors, and for actors. Patrick, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, come on the show. Welcome.
1: Sure. Thank you. Thanks
0: for having me. Uh, so before we dive into Insidious, The Red Door, uh, you have gotten to work with so many fantastic directors throughout your career. Um, to name a few, uh, Mike Nichols, Trevor Nunn, Joel Schumacher, Todd Field. Uh, so who would you say as a director has had the biggest impact on not just your career, but on you as an individual that you sort of saw as a mentor, perhaps?
1: Huh, um, I, well, I think there's, uh, man, that's tough. Cause I, I, there's so many great ones that I've worked with that have been so important to me for different reasons. I mean, I'll kind of bookend it with, you know obviously James Wan, this is now our seventh movie together at least in some capacity. Um, so he's incredibly influential on me in the past 15 years. Um, but I probably, I mean, Mike Nichols really gave me my film career. I mean, he really did. So I, I think it all starts with, with Mike and his, uh, his knowledge, his ease, his, his grace on set, um, and really making, making the actors feel comfortable in situations that really shouldn't shouldn't have been as comfortable as they were you know I think we should have been more nervous you know the 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 few of us that it was our first job and we're working opposite Al Pacino and Meryl Streep and I think the reason that we all felt and Emma Thompson and you know Mary Louise Parker so I think the reason that we felt comfortable was because of of the collective reverence for Mike Nichols so Um, his sort of skill and grace is something that I I, I certainly carry. And his humor, really, that I I carry with me, for sure.
0: And I can't recall which director said this, but he sort of suggested that every director should take an acting class to get the perspective of Uh an actor's process and to sort of empathize with that process. And being on the opposite end of that, as an actor making their uh, directorial debut, what are you taking away from this experience, having learned that you'll feel you can implement Uh, or at least keep in mind in future performances.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I've heard that kind of comment too. But, you know, here's the thing. I think an actor, I think a good actor has to be able to take a note that's like, hey, you need to tilt your head this way and look this way because that's where the light is hitting you. And can you hit that? And then that's up to the actor to go, okay, I need to give myself a reason to look up here and do that. Mm -hmm. But you're not always going to get a director that's going to go, here's your motivation for looking up (laughs) to the right. Like, and you got to be okay with that. So you can't be precious. You really can't. Actors can't. Yeah. You can't. You just because some of the best directors that I have have no that I've been with have had no concept of. They would not be what you would call actors directors. They're not talking about yeah. the scene with me like deeply as much as someone else would. But that doesn't make them a not a great director. I mean, right. this is a this is a filmmaker's medium, right? So. Uh, If this guy needs me to look a certain way because the way the light hits half my face and I can't move, then that's what I have to do. Like, I can't sit here and like, so sure. And it'd be great if everyone took an acting lesson to understand acting. But also, I think a lot of actors could use a directing lesson to really understand what really makes a movie, because it's not uh, (laughs) no offense to actors. I've been one for 30 something years, but it's not just about you. You know, it's it's a. (laughs) It's a medium that's made and it's a visual medium. And you have to be able to to do your homework to, I can work with directors that literally will just be completely physical. I want you to look a certain way, do this, make this face. And you can't can't be grumpy that they're not discussing uh, every uh, beat in the scene and what your intention is, or give me better direction from the actor's perspective, because that's the homework then then I have to go, okay, this is not that type of director. I need to, you know, some guy that's been doing music videos or commercials may not come in with having studied with actors. So you've got to be able to to do your homework too. And I think a lot of actors maybe just want the director to, you need to understand my process. And you wanna say, well, you're in their movie. I got news for you. So maybe you need to understand their process. You know what I mean? Right.
0: Absolutely. And being a man of the of the musical theater, and with music being such a staple in the horror genre, um, yeah. I mean, so many horror films have those iconic themes, like you know, Jaws, Psycho, Halloween. Yeah. Um, what was the collaboration like between you and Joseph Bashar during the filmmaking and editing process?
1: Yeah, yeah. It, that's a great question. It was uh, it was awesome. I mean, I really we started we started several years ago just kicking around ideas you know just even even instruments that he wanted to you know let's maybe have some woodwinds in this instead of just the typical strings screechy strings that had been in the other ones like he wants to grow as a musician too i am um, a musician so i could sit there and talk with him and say hey can we can, can there be a change there in the bridge or 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 i feel like that's a, like it's like a measure too long can you can it can the melody float a little more i need more emotional release here um, and I think so we 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 certainly push each other in a in a super healthy way. I love talking shop with him and and have for years. So this was nothing new. It's just now I could now I had some authority to be able to go, hey, we should do this or do this. You know, I need something. I want to hit us in the face right from the very beginning, from the opening frame. I want us to know, oh God, we are in for an insidious movie. Um, and he knocked it out of the park, I think. I mean, the the opening sequence with music and sound, I think is awesome. It's exactly what I wanted. So I, I love, 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 Joe.
0: It seems you're sort of, you've been involved with the horror genre now for, for quite some time. And let's say you got another opportunity to sort of tackle another, an original uh, horror screenplay and directed for that. Are there any particular um, scream queens or kings that you would love to work with in
1: that sort of <laughs> situation? Oh, that's good. Well, I gotta say, after seeing Mia Goth in uh, both Ty West films, uh, she's she's pretty awesome. She'd be fun. She'd be fun to work with. Yeah, there's a lot out there. And to be honest with you, I mean, when my when my you know movie wives have been Vera Farmiga for for many films and Rose Byrne for for several as well. Now I'm. I'm in pretty good company with uh, with Scream Queens. So, yeah. but yeah, I was really struck by Pearl and X, and uh, I, lo- I I really dug this movies, and she she's fantastic. So that was pretty cool. That'd be fun.
0: You know, I feel like almost everyone has had sort of some type of experience with the paranormal, whether it's a dream or just that uneasy feeling you get when you're in a new space or something. So, are there any urban legends or maybe mythology out there that you feel haven't gotten the right adaptation for the big screen.
1: Um, sorry, got lights, spooky lights. Or <laughs> Speaking <emotion> of, <laughs> uh, it's okay, just a motion sensor. I'm I'm way too still. I move my hands around. Keep the lights. <laughs> um, are there any urban legends? Oh, that's interesting. I don't know. I don't I don't know enough of sort of urban legends. I always feel I'm I'm I get fascinated by different cultures, different states some version of like a bigfoot type creature like in florida i grew up in florida and there's like this thing called the uh legend of the skunk ape i don't know what it was like this putrid smelling you know half man or like or was it just like some homeless guy running to the woods i don't know um but that's an old one. The New Jersey Devil has also got some cool history. Um, I feel like every state's got something kind of fun. That's what makes them interesting. So yeah, there's nothing that I would want to tell, but um, but I am fascinated by those sort of urban legends, specifically kind of creatures that are specific to one area. I think that's that's pretty cool.
0: But earlier you mentioned sort of actors can't be too precious with uh, their process, and but sort of expecting directors and collaborators to yeah. take the time to to sort of you know break that down with them so uh, we always wrap up with this question in 10 words or less what advice would you give to a young actor
1: oh gosh act wherever you can Mm -hmm. it's a team sport you don't become a better pick a sport you don't become a better baseball player by not playing baseball so do it wherever you can wherever you can there it's fine
0: Awesome. Patrick, thank you so, so much for taking the time to chat with us and for no uh, such a wonderful franchise. I mean, I'm such a horror fan. So both, you know, The Insidious right. and Conjuring have been such favorites. Um, oh, well, yeah, awesome. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. Good to talk to you. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to Actors with Issues on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and visit our YouTube channel for full video interviews. Actors with Issues is executive produced and hosted by Juan See you next time.